Good morning, friends. Thank you for being here. Today, I want to talk about relationships and how do we fight and argue wisely and fairly. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. If you feel depleted and at times overwhelmed, searching for more, if you want to reclaim your voice, peace, and power, this show is for you. I'm Evelyn Glick. I love fashion, interior design, and spicy foods. I'm obsessed with personal development and human behavior. Here, I'll be discussing mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and so much more. I believe to live an empowered life, we must crush those limiting beliefs holding us back from stepping into our fabulousness because playing small doesn't serve anyone. On today's show, I want to discuss how do we argue and fight fairly and wisely in our relationship. I'll share some of the tools and tips that have helped me when those disagreements arise. This can be applied on most relationship scenarios, but here I'm going to focus on that with a spouse or partner. During COVID, the amount of time we spend with our loved ones has increased tremendously. I mean, wow, no wonder there's more friction, tension, and disagreements. Regardless of these conditions, all relationships will have arguments. In fact, I believe it's important. There's something missing in two people who never ever have any disagreements. Oh, come on. Let's not pretend perfection. It's not possible. How can we expect two people with different parents, childhood, experiences, and DNA makeup to possibly be in agreement all the time? Nope, not possible. So I'm here to normalize it, to say, yes, it's okay to have those good old fights. I'm here to say, do not think those great-looking couple postings are in sync 100% of the time. And you know what? It's okay. In fact, it's important to have those arguments. Yep, I think so. I have a friend who years ago was dating someone for six months. Six months without an argument. And they were planning a trip together. My advice to her? I think you should have a discussion, a disagreement, some sort of uh, friction before you go away. Why, she said? How do you know he's not violent? Angry. How do you know he's going to react? I think we need to see the qualities that aren't so rosy in someone before we decide to go on a getaway or move in together. Every relationship is different. I'm not here to simplify the complexities of human behavior within our relationship. I'm here to remove the negativity behind an honest, open argument. An argument that will give you the chance to grow and learn from each other. I want to clarify, I'm not addressing the toxic, violent, or abusive situations. I'm talking about the relationships between two humans who care about each other. Two people that can use some tools to argue in a way that can increase their bond instead of breaking it. So how do we do that? How can we possibly be smart about this conversation right now when I'm angry, when I'm triggered, when something was done that made me so upset? In that moment, and oh boy, I know it's super hard to do, I'm going to ask you to breathe. This might sound super annoying and even impossible, but I urge you to do it. Yep, just try it. I'm not asking you to get on a yoga pose and start chanting. This doesn't have to take a long time. Count to 10 or even five slowly while you breathe. Those 10 seconds that will change the trajectory of that argument to slow down and prevent adding flame to the fire will be so helpful. The anger will also be ever so slightly diminished. So that is number one, my friends. Pause to take a breath and then ask yourself, is this the right time? Is this the right time to have this discussion now? Did we have a long, stressful day? 
Are we sleep deprived? Are we physically and emotionally up for this discussion now? Instinctively, you might want to say yes, but really be honest with yourselves. Is it the right time? Number two is once a good time has been established for both parties and the conversation is about to take place, be mindful of how you speak. Use I statements instead of you statements. For example, I feel hurt that you decided to do this without me, without discussing it with me, as opposed to you always make these decisions knowingly that you're going to upset me. So there's a difference here. You, you, you. Here, the partner will more than likely feel defensive, insulted, or even a little attacked. Another example is, let's say you are the person who did something to upset your spouse. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings as opposed to you shouldn't be upset about this. Here, not only are you minimizing, but you're also dismissing the person's feelings who is already upset. So I urge your friends to avoid language that can be accusatory, the language that might provoke and entice the argument to become a bigger, larger issue. I statements clearly just express how you feel. It is not selfish. On the contrary, it allows the other person to take a peek at how you're feeling and the reasons behind it. It's openly and honestly expressing how you feel. It should come from the heart. It dilutes the anger. I statement invites the partner to understand you more. There's no shame or blame in this type of conversation. It also gives the other person the opportunity to express how he or she feels. But try to remember the wording and how you can reframe it so that it comes across like it's not an attack or an accusation. Three is please talk about the issue at hand, the current issue. Do not bring up an event that happened a week ago, a month ago. It doesn't matter how many days ago. If it's not what's happening at this moment, it will compound and accelerate the argument. It will become a battle and there's no need for it. Let's tackle one discussion and disagree at a time. This is why it's so important to not hide your feelings. If there's something that really bothers you, something that is deeply rooted and important for the relationship that you think it's not going to go away and it's going to bother you and hurt the relationship, please bring it up. Please discuss it. Do not pile it and put it away. Do not pretend it'll be solved by itself. It won't. As things come up, discuss them. Give yourself the grace and the trust that you can move through this relationship by discussing issues as they come up. Your feelings matter. On the long run, it will make you both stronger. Number four is have a cooling period. Yes, I said it here. There's a lot of expectations to solve the problem immediately. But on the spot, it's not may not be the right time. You need to reflect and think about the problem, to think about your perspective and your solutions. Time to think about how we can improve it to really think about what made us do what we did and how we were triggered. Can we be more responsible for this next time? Now with this, just come across an agreeable time to revisit this. Don't put it away and ignore it. That's not going to help your relationship long term. And then when the time is right, sit down and revisit it. Number five is feedback. So once you've had time to reflect and think about the problem, and come up with some solutions to make things better. This is when you come back and clarify and rectify. Come up with solutions and compromising. This is when you're open and you're calmer, and you have been able to really take responsibility for what happened, both parties, openly. The idea is to 
help each other grow and learn from each other. To understand that we have different personalities and different thought patterns, that we come from past experiences that make us who we are and how we show up in our relationship, but that we want to improve the relationship we're in. To remember that the grass is not always greener somewhere else. The grass is just perhaps being watered more frequently. So take time, nurture the relationship you're in. The intention should be to get closer. I believe arguments have so much to teach us about ourselves, what doesn't sit right, what's acceptable and not acceptable. It's opening up to the possibilities. It's an opportunity to become better partners, to provide a deeper understanding of the other person. It's maintaining respect to ourselves and our commitment. It's growth and knowledge. We deserve thriving, sexy, exciting relationships. And I think we can work on it from a heartfelt place. Let's have a recap on the five ways to argue wisely. Number one, after taking a nice deep breath, is, is this a good time for both of us to have this discussion? Number two, use I statements instead of you statements that will focus on how we feel instead of making the other person perhaps feeling attacked. Number three, stick to the current issue and problem. Do not bring up old problems. Number four, cooling period. Agree to take some time to reflect and think about solutions. Number five is feedback. Time to clarify, compromise, and rectify. These tools have been very effective for many couples, but we're all different. Take what works for you and leave the rest. Let's remember, every couple is unique and has its own dynamic, its own style of handling emotions and frictions. My suggestion is to learn what battles to have. Every fight shouldn't turn into a battle. What's important and crucial is to maintain a strong and healthy bond. Make sure you're both seen and you're both being heard. Enjoy the ride of this relationship. And for goodness sake, lighten up a little bit. Find a middle ground whenever possible. And do not forget to enjoy each other. That's all for today. Hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Bye now. If you feel you've lost yourself, your voice, your power, I'm Evelyn Glick. My mission, my passion, is to guide you and support you into stepping into your light, healing and growing into the fullest expression of who you are, managing the most important relationship of all, the relationship you have with yourself, and then expanding that knowledge and strengthening the relationships around you. Let's change that story. You do not have to play small. Let's crush those limiting beliefs. And finally, step into your greatness. You do not have to do this alone. If this resonates with you, please reach out. It's your life. It's time.